Recorded live. Hello? 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 Let's go ahead and start in. Everybody is unmuted, and I will pray us in, and we can go ahead and start the call. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Let's take a big breath of gratitude on this lovely day of St. Valentine's. We know the only thing that blocks us from true love is fear. And we ask today that we share from our hearts with love, with respect, with gratitude for everyone. We know that everyone will benefit from this call, everyone that's on this call now, and everyone that will listen to this call in the future. We know that we are perfect love, and that's all that we are. That's everything that we need to worry or think about and remove from our daily life is just to remember pure love. And I ask that the company of heaven join us the saints and all the archangels surround us with their protection and love and that we are everything that we can possibly be to be our best, to connect with the I Am Presence today and that we allow each other to express ourselves with love and gratitude. We thank Jennifer for her navigational skills in teaching us how to be love and how to get to the atonement in a much quicker way. I release this call and I release everyone on this call to the love and the presence of God. With grace and gratitude, I release it. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Amen. This is Allison. Everybody's muted. And if you have background noise, please mute yourself. Or I will mute you and let you know. And if you have a question, you can go ahead and raise your hand by doing slash two. And that's all. I will go ahead and let you guys discuss anything that you are feeling this morning. Go ahead. Hi, this is Chris. I'm in San Diego. Hi, this is Philip in Washington, D.C. Hi. Hi, this is Lars from Germany. Hi, this is Lawrence from Boston. Hi, this is Leslie from Michigan. Hi, it's Linda from Erie, PA. Hey, Lawrence, how, how do you like snow these days? Oh, I love it. I love it with all my heart. <laughs> Beautiful. Hello, this is Carla from Portland. Hi, this is Nancy from Southern California. So good to hear all your voices. Likewise. Yes, you, everybody, too. Good morning, it's Mary. Hello? Good morning, Mary. This is Nancy. I'll I'll start off today. Um, I have an ongoing issue with my adult daughter, Erin. She's 34. She lives with me. She has, um, she's been diagnosed with OCD, but I'm realizing she has other issues too, anxiety, and she told me she was diagnosed with PTSD about 10 years ago. Anyway, we've been trying to negotiate 
how to have her be living here in the house. She isn't. She doesn't have a job. She doesn't keep her promises to go to therapy. And yesterday I had a meltdown, and I ended up raging at her because I keep it bottled in too long. And I ended up raging. And then I immediately went in and looked at page 17 on my journal and how to, what to do in case of a meltdown. And so I was thinking about it, and I realized there was a part of me that kind of kind of felt good about blaming her. And I know that's, I don't know. I've just been going through a lot of issues, realizing my judgment and my blame, and that's kind of where I am right now. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, you have my prayers. This is Linda. And um, I can relate uh, hiding behind things uh, for me it's in, in order to remain small <laughs> and, not, and not shine so bright. Yeah, that's, I realize that's a big part of it also. I realize it's, it's a lot of things. It's judgment and blame and playing small among probably others that have yet to come to the light for me. Hi, this is Lars. You have my prayers too. For I really can definitely relate to your blame because in my family situation, I was always blaming my wife for her depression. And so uh, now the things shifted and I really feel that there was a lot of unconscious uh, judgment, which I really didn't know. But uh, which has come to the light now, and now I can be sincere about it. That part of it was my judgment about the situation. Thank you. I also was so happy to read uh, that your wife got a job. So congratulations. Yes, this was really a wonderful message for us. But I must really say, uh, I have done so much work on it, but I must admit that I wasn't sincere in every way. I was praying and I was putting in prayer requests and something like that. But I really, I talked a lot about taking over the responsibility, but I felt that I wasn't sincere in every way because there was still judgment left. I started to blame her. I didn't know it consciously, but I, in my subconscious mind, there was a blame. And now I have thought about the situation and I felt that it's a projection of my mind. I mean, when I was studying, there was also a lot of depression on my side. I was very afraid of not getting a job and of being worthless. And this feeling of worthlessness is coming to the surface. And maybe her feeling of, un of worthlessness is also a reflection or it's a projection of my uh, hidden feeling of unworthlessness. And so it's really important that it has come to the light. And I'm so thankful and so grateful for it. Wow. Uh, this is Carla. This is um, so huge for me because I really want to take responsibility, yet I don't. I don't know where. Is there an end? Is there a place where it ends? <laughs> because. I mean, I'm having this housemate live with me, and in all appearances, it seems like she is is. I don't know. I'm sure there's <laughs> there's probably things happening that I'm not aware of, and that I don't know. But it seems like she's not making efforts to 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 do things that I judge that she should. So, I mean, how, how long should I let her, should I not, that's probably not a good phrase, how long until I communicate with her that it's, it, I would really, I don't know how to phrase it. I don't really know how to do that. Um, what is it I need? Do I need anything? 
do I need what's important I asked her to be there <laughs> so I need to take responsibility for that but where does it stop somewhere I don't know is she not doing things around the house to help keep the household up is that what you're saying no, I'm saying it's been almost a month, and I thought she'd be looking for, like, jobs or a place to stay or discussing with me what sort of future she, you know, something, something. And I don't want to initiate it because I feel I have a lot of the power in the house, right? And I, I, I'm in trying to, <sighs> I have lots and lots of judgments come up. I mean, um, I don't know, I don't want to judge the judgments because they're, they're petty, but I really, really, and, uh, and sometimes I am grateful for them because I can learn from them, and I am com- learning how to communicate more. But I, I know I think it's important for me to to learn how to state what could be helpful to me as well. And um, I just I'm just stuck. Like when your daughter's there, I mean, I just it seems like. When you're in your, any sort of close relationship or live-in place with someone, where does it stop, Lars? I mean, does it, it never, does, does, is it all my responsibility? Am I judging her? And that's what's, I don't know. I'm confused. Arla, I know how you feel. I know, it's it's my house. It's my house, and I'm her mother, and, and I don't know why I'm not able to... Um, say what needs to be said. In my mind, I do it, and when it comes to it, I don't. I guess it's playing small. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either, Carla. Uh, I, I do feel it's like I'm, I'm taking response. I mean, I'm taking way too much. I'm, I'm respond, making myself responsible for her happiness. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying what I need to say for myself, and so... I mean, I need to love myself first, and I want to be compassionate and understanding. I mean, oh my gosh, she's you know she's sixty one and she has nothing except for three suitcases. What she brought here with three suitcases and a box that she mailed. I mean, I can't imagine being that place in the world, and so I have a lot of compassion for that, and. But where does my compassion for her need to not stop, but I need to have compassion for myself. I I don't, because I'm in deep hawk financially, and I'm no no support from her, and she's doing what she can. I see her doing it. She, She does. I just, I'm so confused. I'm just. Ah, it's just bringing me to tears because I'm so, I mean, I know this is what I asked for. And, I'm, and I am grateful <laughs> for short periods of t- time because I know this is, this is going to bring up so much healing for me. It's just, <laughs> uh, um, it's a little challenging when you're in the middle of it. Carla, it's Leslie. I just want to say I don't. I personally don't think that there's anything wrong with setting limits, and also with I think it was Nancy whose daughter is Erin. Is that Nancy? Is that your name? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As far as setting limits, and as far as being responsible, you can never be responsible for somebody else's happiness, right? I mean, you're. Right. Take care of yourself first and everything else falls into yeah. place, which is my husband's favorite saying, and it's easier said than done, but But it's true. And and, and I guess I'm I'm very blessed that I 
I, I don't do well with conflicts, but I'm okay with confrontations, if that makes sense. So I think, Nancy, you said that you know what you want to say to your daughter, but then when it comes time to it, it's difficult. And that's where the lesson might be as far as confronting from a place of love, you know. And, and nobody can read your mind. So it's like if you don't, I, I mean, this is just take it for what it's worth, but it's like if you don't set out what your expectations are when somebody is a guest in your house, how do they know what that is? Yes. Yep, you can't read your mind. Or right. Carla's, or mine. <laughs> Even though you sometimes you think it's so obvious, it's like, duh. <laughs> I know, I know. But, I know. Yeah. This is Allison. It does have to... I, just want, I just wanted to bring up, Nancy, what you said uh, at the beginning when you went to the manual or the workbook and you went to, in case of a freak out or meltdown. Mm-hmm. That's got so much in it. Um, I was just looking at it. And, and number seven, I think, is uh, truly helpful. And, and one thing I want to say is, you know, it's the human condition. We're going to ebb and flow. That's part of being in this world is we're going to – there is it's constant change. And that means with our feelings, our emotions, and that's what we're looking to, the atonement, to get out of here. So number seven says look for the lie. Look for your opinions and judgments. When you believe them to be true, you will always feel off balance and uneasy. Opinions are attachments, and all attachments create suffering. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So exactly. You can, ask, you can. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say you can. I, I think the key with that is the whole attachment because you can ask for something from someone, but it's when you become attached to the results that you're going to suffer because you can't control what somebody else does. So you can ask for your needs to be met, but it's in that attachment where the key really lies, I think, or the non-attachment, I should say. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And that's what I've been praying for. I've been praying for clarity because for, you know, Jennifer mentioned pray for the same thing for like a week or whatever. And so that's what I've been praying for is for clarity to understand, to get more clarity on what's going on. Is it my stuff just boiling up all over the place? I'm sure it's both of our stuffs, you know, <laughs> in a way. Um, just clarity. So I guess I'm going to ask for that in the community call, in this call. And just um, I ask for if anybody can assist me in prayers of clarity because I'd like... Um. This reminds me, uh, well, when you first mentioned you were bringing your guest in, I mentioned mm-hmm. boundaries. And it also, I brought up my confusion about Jennifer's examples. And then we talked, I brought that up, or she <laughs> invited me in one of those, our calls, to discuss my confusion. So she gave, you know, she gives two exa- she gives examples in her life and I you know she gave the example when she was first I guess committed to love and but I I think she was living with her parents at the time Um, and she gave the example of setting boundaries with her parents um, about you know that she's committed to loving herself but the other question is and the course states that, you know, or Ho'oponopono, you know, we're 100% responsible. And let's see, what am I trying to say here? Mm-hmm. Whenever she gives examples when people are talking about just what we're talking about with stuff that's conflicts with other people in our lives and how we're, it's all our own projection. So I... I, I can relate. I can relate to the struggle. Um, where do we do, do uh, from a spiritual point of view, it sounds like we, we don't put boundaries up. 
Um, it's our commitment to love, but yet, from a human perspective, it seems like we need boundaries. I'm not really... I, I don't know. <laughs> it seems kind of like there's a line of demarcation, like the thinnest little line of where you put the boundary. Like, you know, it seems like that's where we're not sure. How You know, where is that line of demarcation? Where do we put the boundary? And then that seems to be counterintuitive to we're all one. Yet it's easy to see how you could take the idea of, like, compassion for somebody else and just let somebody else walk all over you. So you need a boundary, but I don't know. It seems they both seem kind of at odds with each other in a way in my my human mind. I don't know. Maybe that's one of those things we just say. I don't know what it's for, but I'm willing to learn. I I don't know. What I'd like to say, I'd like to say some of the wonderful things that I've been able to practice, if that's okay. Take a minute to do that. That I have practiced when things do come up that I have to, that that's really important for me to do. Um, like I have new carpet in my bedroom, and, I, and so I said no food or drink in there besides water, you know, and she wasn't really happy with that. And we, so I feel like I have practiced, I won't get into all the things, but it's probably several times when things come up that I, that I need to do, I've been able to practice that. And I think, she, I really feel like she's heard me every single time. So, and there's many things that I've been practicing that I I would like, I'm stating now, I would like to to really stay centered on that, what I'm gaining out of this situation, and stay focused on my improvements and the practice I get to to practice all every day. And so I'm willing to the, thank you for listening to me. I think I'm willing to let it go to if anybody else needs has something to talk about or more with, about this or whatever, but I am willing yeah, this, to Carla Carla, this is Chris. Um I've had roommates and I've had ones that I've had to get out with the police and when you first did this I became worried about you. And if you want to call me because see I have judgments and criticisms and Try to clear your mind. I don't think it's appropriate for our community call for me to do that with you. But if you want to call me, I would be happy to give you some points on that. Because living with a child is one thing, that you're flesh and blood, but inviting someone into your house and not having when they're going to exit, you can get into real trouble. So, but I don't think it's appropriate for a community call. So if you want to call me sometime and, you know, for an hour, I'll give you some of my pointers that I did when I had some mates that became unmanageable. Uh, I I really appreciate your offer. That's very wonderful. It's it's possible I may I may do that. I I might do that if I need to. Um, I I'm I hear you. I'm I'm willing to let it go for right now. I'm just I just want to. I've asked for this experience. And I'm receiving it as I've asked, mm-hmm. and so I want to. I want to be open and willing. That's what I said in my was my goal, and I want to be open and willing to allow. So, um, open and willing to allow, not just her staying there, but for me to to have clarity on the situation. So. Just speaking this and releasing it into the call was was very healing, and so I think my mind kind of can go on about it, and so I'm willing to. I just let it go now. So, but thank you very much, everybody. Hi, this well, is Nancy. This is Nancy. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Okay. This is Nancy from Rochester. <clears throat> I got on the call late because I was talking with my new prayer partner mm. who I want to acknowledge and um, it's, it's a really uh, blessing. I'm not real comfortable with all this sharing publicly, so to speak. 
Um, anyways, but when I when I came on the call and I was listening, it's like you gotta be kidding. What? A <laughs> I understand everything that everybody said so far. I'm right with everybody, feeling wise, experience wise, um, and I just wanted to share that. That is the blessing of sharing, um, sharing out like Carla just said. She she was just putting it out there. Is is a major part of the healing, and I want to thank you for saying that, Carla. And um, I'll have to go back and listen to the beginning of the call, but I just want to know that wanted you guys to know that um, it's a blessing just to hear, to listen and to be part of this group. So thank you. It takes me. It takes a lot of for me. It takes a lot of courage, I guess, to speak out like this, but. I'm making that stuff. <laughs> anyway, thank you. Thanks, Abby. Well, yeah, I really appreciate you. It's it's practice. It's all about practice. Practicing how to. And I really appreciate having the opportunity for you to practice with us. <laughs> okay. Speaking. Yeah, because my situation is very similar to both to the two of you, I guess. Um. Anyways. Yeah, thanks. Mhm. Yeah. I love to how um when Jennifer was dealing with that and Philip brought it up, but just the reminder to me is when she would talk to her family uh about how they were speaking to her, she would say, I'm interested in in loving myself and in loving others. And the way you're speaking to me is not feeling like it's loving to me at the moment. And our um, relationship is optional. I still love you, but our relationship as adults is optional. And I feel like um, it just kind of put a little light bulb in my head because um, with my um, mom's illness and my uh, dad dealing with it and I have a lot of judgments around that that I need to release. So it's like it's all tying in. Again, we're all one. But um, I guess once I'm able to release those judgments, then I am releasing those judgments. Uh Make no doubt about it. Higher Holy Spirit self, I'm doing it. Um, But that's, that's where I need to go is saying, I'm interested in in uh, giving and receiving love, being loving with myself and being loving with everyone else, and this is not feeling like it's loving right now. So thank, mm-hmm. thank you very much. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I like that. I think it. I think yes. I'll, and Mars, I think your situation is exactly the same. Also. Uh, Maybe even my job situation is the same. It's all about healing our mind and in, in at our own rate. <laughs> that doesn't sound right, does it? But you know, in the moment, each of us is on our own individualized path of the atonement. So it may look differently. And and the most important thing I think we're learning is that self-love. It's it's mirror. I'm I'm sorry, Philip. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, I just wanted to say that I um, can really empathize with what everybody's saying, and Erin and her daughter, and 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 everybody else that's in relationship with somebody, family or in house, because from my experience, you know, it's easy to look back and think what you would do and do things differently. But in the moment, you know, one thing when I was dealing with my family members um, that was really lacking, you know, I I could have set more clear boundaries. But the bottom line is uh, what I really needed to do was set some respect, you know, some mutual respect. And, you know, if, if they weren't willing to respect me as a person, then I feel like, I would have saved myself a lot of suffering um, if I had just if I had that awareness and that uh, 
courage um, in that moment at that time that it, things would have been different. Of course, it was a learning process, and I learned that. Relationships, and I think with uh, Jennifer's family, that was one thing, one of the boundaries that she re- she kind of set with her family was, you know, just common basic respect. And if if that's not going to be a component of the relationship, then, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's it's not. And I took a deeper look at that and I thought, you know what, at that time I I really didn't have any self-respect for myself because, you know, just all the dynamics had drained the life force out of me. That you know had drained my self-respect, my self-esteem. You know, I put everything aside, and um, you know, it was just it was it was a process that now that I'm on the other side, I could see more clearly. But I think that uh, mutual respect in a relationship is a is a primary component, and if that's not present, I think it really has to be examined. Um, from the inside and, you know, respecting yourself and forgiving yourself and realizing, you know, what time and energy you want you want to put into that, it might be more helpful for me if I had put that energy into myself rather than others. So it was a learning experience, but it was pretty painful and challenging. <laughs> but um, that's that's all I wanted to say. And that, you know what? You said to me like that's where we get our the most growth is from all of our challenges. And uh, like I was watching, um, Oprah did an interview with Father Richard Rohr uh, last week, and he was talking about I don't know if this is exactly the terms he was using, but my understanding was like there's the the human ego part of us, and then there's our true self, which is the God part of us, and there's like a like a volume control that goes between the human part and the God part, and sometimes we're more closer to the God part, and sometimes we're more stuck in the human part, and it's it's all good because when we're stuck in the human part and we're going through the challenges, that's when we have the most growth not easy dealing with it at the time, but I mean, I I know for a fact that I can look back on times in my life when there were a lot of really challenging things going on, and you know, now I can see, wow, this and this and this came out of that, and that was a very good thing, but at the time, it sure didn't feel like it. Um. I, I feel like I need to say something. Something's come up for me when all you guys are talking. I really, really appreciate because I asked just a few minutes ago, I asked for clarity. And I really feel like I've already received a lot of it. And that's it. The truth, I think the truth is, if I didn't already have this in me, whatever is stirring up by her being in the house, if I did not already have this in me, she nothing, nothing that anybody else does could really disturb me, my peace. If I if I didn't already have it, and she is just her being there is just showing me what I have already in me, and that I am so interested in healing, and and so that just came up for me. I just wanted to say that I'm so interested in healing this thing that's coming up for healing in me. So I just i am so grateful for all you guys for that. So I really feel clear now. And I think, I, hi, uh, I would just like to add that for me it's very important that I cannot really do anything wrong for 
my higher Holy Spirit self will always present me with situation to change otherwise. And this is really very important for me. So even, for example, setting up boundaries. If I set up a boundary and it was not from an attitude of love, I can choose otherwise maybe one week later or so. So it's really everything is for my highest good. And this is really, yeah, sometimes... I choose with my ego and the higher Holy Spirit self will present another situation for me. This is so important for me. This is such a relief that I really feel overwhelmed with love. And what's also very important for me, Jennifer talked some weeks ago about uh, the word helping other people, that I don't really need to help other people, but I just give them a loving environment, a loving uh, attitude. This is really the way where healing can happen. And even when I have to deal, for example, in my work with pupils which are very aggressive and sometimes provocative, I can really say, okay, now I set up a boundary and if it's not loving, then my High Holy Spirit self will tell it to me or I will feel it afterwards and the next day or so I can talk to them in a different way. And I have felt that it's really a lot of healing going on by just uh, giving it over to the higher Holy Spirit self. So I cannot really do anything wrong. And this is really wonderful for us, uh, I think. Thank you, Lars. Thank you so much. That's really cool. Yeah, it's interesting. I told someone that same thing <laughs> only a few days ago. And it's like I, I'm not listening to myself. <laughs> so good at telling people stuff. Oh gosh, such a wonderful, wonderful healing and learning there. They say that yeah. you teach what you're, what you most need to learn. I think mm-hmm. that's the way they say it. Mm-hmm. I like what Carla. I like what you said. I'm going to use um, follows along what um, Larsa said about practice. This is practice. This is practice. I get to practice. Thank you. I like that. (laughs) This is Leslie. I just want to say to Nancy in California, I will definitely be praying for you and your daughter, Erin. And I just want, you had mentioned that you had gone into rage and then you had judged yourself for that. And I know one of the things I I had trouble with in the beginning was, well, what about my feelings? Just because I know the whole self-help movement was all about feel your feelings, you know? And I understand more now that that is the divine alarm clock. And I know I, I just went through this actually yesterday that I was totally feeling sorry for myself and disappointed in myself and just frustrated about my job and, did I make a mistake and blah, 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 blah. And, and I just, it's like, man, I was on pain train big time. And, and I didn't even, I couldn't put the name pain train on it, but I did just go and lay in my bed and I watched the birds outside my house and I just said the whole poem poem prayer for about 45 minutes. And it totally lifted my vibration and I was able, it's kind of, I like what you said, Linda, about the uh, volume control. It's kind of like I switched the channel from my ego self to, my spiritual self by saying the whole opponent prayer and I just wanted to mention that that had really helped me when I was in the feelings pain train that I didn't want to be on but I yes thank you thank you did you say you your your job or your you have a job now um, no, I I have a nursing. I'm I'm doing consulting, but I have not gotten my first client yet, and that's one thing that I was really beating myself up about. It's like, oh my gosh, it's been six weeks. I can't believe I don't have my first client yet. What am I gonna do? You know, and and I I just yeah. So I'm still praying for my first client to come forth, and it's it's gonna happen. And I just real quick, since you mentioned that, Philip, I just have to tell you a quick money story, and I think Chris will appreciate this because we've talked about this in our prayer call a little bit, but I um, I have a $12,600 deductible on my, my health insurance because I have to pay for my own health insurance now, and I'm on a very expensive drug, and the drug company, um, thank God, they paid for the first 10000 so I was very grateful about that, and then my little ego said, yeah, but what about the other $2,600, you know? And 
I had the, the following day, the very following day, I found out that um, my I had $1,200 that came through from unemployment, and then I changed something with our car insurance, and that saved us another $600. So, and then this, I turned in some change, and that was another $200. So it's like all of a sudden that $2,600, or I should say $12,600, is down to $600. So it's like, thank you, God. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Yay. Yay. But thank you for asking, though. I appreciate that. I feel like we're very connected with our career situation, so you're in my thoughts a lot. <laughs> well, I, I I shared on Facebook. Um, now, speaking of living living the ego sometimes and living in spirit, but that I really appreciate all your prayers, and I really do think I I know I had a breakthrough, and. Um, well, yes, I still have challenges, but, uh, you know, it's just clear to me that that's my story of separation, and it just made it easier to, to let go of that those silly comparisons. Mm, and it that's really awesome. Was, it, yeah, it, it really was. I feel like, I, yeah, I, I know I'm going to repeat that correctly. I had a breakthrough. Mm. So thank you all. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for sharing that with us. It was awesome to read. I just had to add to, <laughs> this is kind of silly, but when I, I read that a second time after I talked to Maggie on Thursday night, um, because I'm going to use that this weekend, your, your four questions. And um, so I went back and I reread your post and I like typed out the, like your process of the four questions. And when I got to the part where you wrote how you always answer the higher Holy Spirit self answer as dearly beloved, ever since I wrote that down, I have not been able to get prints. Um, let's go the beginning where he does the sermon out of my head so I downloaded the song and I'm going to dance to it this afternoon <laughs> remind crazy. me of the song the um, Prince and the Revolution from uh, when he did Purple Rain and he starts at the beginning of the song starts with the, the organ and he goes dearly beloved we are gathered oh, okay. here. Today. Okay, yeah, okay. Now I remember. And so I wasn't able to get that song out of my head, so I thought, well, I'll just download it and I'll dance to that and then I'll go into my meditation and then I'll do my four questions. <laughs> Obviously there must be some crazy weird connection in my brain with that song. So thank you for well, that. Obviously I mean that's what works for me. The point of the thing is when when you have your Holy Spirit talking to you is to begin it with you know, that unconditional loving statement, which is what our Holy Spirit is. Yes, I and I love that. It just, it spoke to my heart, but my crazy brain went to that stupid song. So. <laughs> mm. By the way, Chris, um, maybe it is appropriate or inappropriate for you to share um, offline, but since we're all one, there's no, there's no hit, there are no secrets, so. <laughs> but I'm in the car. But it, I know, would be, I know. it would be advice. You know what I mean? It would be advice about when you, when you uh, have to get uh, somebody addicted to the next kind of no, I was. I didn't mean which you know interpersonal this and that, but it's it's the um, the legal part of it. Mm-hmm. So. But thanks. I would like to ask for a prayer request for my mom and dad, and my sister Kelly and brother-in-law Bob. They're flying home from Jamaica today, and. They had a wonderful, beautiful time, I'm sure. 
and they are going to be coming home tonight at midnight, and it's supposed to be minus 5 degrees actual and wind chill temperature of minus 26. So mm-hmm. I just would appreciate prayers for a joyful, thank you, Chris, and safe flight home and that the reality does not hit them too hard when they get back. Mm-hmm. And where is that? Thank you. I'm sorry. Tom, um, Michigan. Is Michigan. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Oh, so yeah. Sally. Sally, how cold is it in Toronto? Yeah, how Toronto. Are you still there, Sally? Hi, it's Mary. I just also wanted to ask for a prayer request. I had a, um, I don't know, I get my feelings were hurt by one of my long-term friends, one of my girlfriends, and I just, uh, I'm having a hard time letting it go. And I just want to pay, uh, pray for uh, peace and guidance. And um, I don't know what else. Just um, clarity in the relationship. And it just uh, it just it really hurt my feelings. And um, anyhow, that's that's I would really like some prayer in, in that area. Thank you. So who was it wanted prayer for Kelly and Bob and Mum and Dad? Uh, Leslie. It's Leslie. So Leslie. Oh, that is Sally. That's you, right, yeah. Sally? I was how telling you, you how cold it was here, but nobody was listening because I was on mute. And oh, it, okay. So tell us now. <laughs> it's minus ten at the moment, so it's warmed up, but it's going to be minus oh. twenty-four tonight. Yes. In reality, in or in windchill? No. It says minus twenty-four is the temperature tonight. Oh, my. Yeah, so we're not cold. going out. <laughs> wow. And I just pray for all the homeless people because personally, if I was homeless, I would find my way to California. I just feel so, I have such compassion. I really think in a previous life I must have been homeless because I really do have a lot of compassion for homeless people. I just, I just pray that they find their ways to shelters and can get a, a warm meal today. Hi, this is Nancy, and I'm in Rochester across the the, the lake from oh, Toronto, <laughs> and we're having the snow, et cetera, et cetera, and the chill temperature, same thing, and we have an, uh, um, a big issue with homeless people here, so, yeah. I'd like to ask to keep my, um, my mother and father uh, in prayer for my mother's health issue, that's uh, Joyce and airy. Linda, is it Joy or Joyce? Joyce, J-O-Y-C-E. Okay, I kept thinking it was Joy, so Joyce. Okay, thank you. Is this Linda? Yes, Sally, thank you. Yes, no, I thought it was just Joy. And your father is? Harry, like Harold. But oh, it's not Harold, it's just Harry. <laughs> One thing I'd just like to say about uh, Nancy and the daughter that's, uh, uh, you know, mentally ill, because it's one thing dealing with people with, um, you know, relationships, but when people have mental illness and dealing with them, that must be a really difficult situation. So I really pray for you. I have you on my prayer list, and I think that must be very very difficult, but it, what I think is that the uh, the Holy our Holy Spirit itself only gives us these opportunities because we can handle them or we can learn from them. I would say we can handle them, but uh, so we're we have to be grateful for these opportunities of growth, which are very challenging. We don't know how. And then, as Lars says, whatever we do is okay. We'll be getting another opportunity to do it again, but. Uh, it's not easy. One thing when I was re- in the process of recovering from my meltdown is I realized I've been praying for my stuff to come up for healing. That's what I pray every day for the, you know, my, my higher Holy Spirit stuff to bring up to my attention whatever it is that, you know, I can heal. And so that's what I got. I got. I've been praying for this. You know, I didn't realize it, but I have been praying 
for this, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to come up because there's some huge healing. You know, mother-daughter relationships are pretty dynamic or, you know, they're pretty fraught with lots of stuff. And then I just figure there's a real a real healing here to be had. I have no idea what it is, but I just keep praying to be open. And, you know, I, and I'm, hearing, I'm hearing that from everyone. You know, we're all praying to heal, and so that's what's happening. All this stuff is coming up kind of like right in our faces mm-hmm. to show us what we believe. The gratitude for the fact that it's coming up. We don't need to like it, but we can be grateful. Right. I'm sorry. I'm driving, so I'll try to be brief with the noise. I say, teach me, but teach me gently. And I'm telling <laughs> you, you yes. I, get, I do have gentle lessons. And uh, I, you know, I enjoy gentle. <laughs> I <laughs> love that. You know, you don't have the, you don't have the best to be taught. Uh, and I, you know, it's been for a long time. I think what I go through is quite gentle. So that would be my two cents. I would slow like, down on my noise now. I would like stuff to be gentle as well, but I feel like um, when things aren't quite so gentle, it's kind of like uh, when a piece of broken glass gets thrown in the lake. And it gets tossed around in the lake and polished by the sand and the rocks that it runs into, that all the things that scrape up against it. And that's what makes it beautiful. So I guess not all of my lessons are going to be gentle, but hopefully it means it's going to make me shinier when I come out. <laughs> I have pray much for gentle. Be- Go ahead. I was just going to say, Linda, that's a much more beautiful um picture than what I call it. I call it uh, God's two by four. <laughs> Sometimes I need a God two by four to wake me up, you know, but I, I do like your analogy. <laughs> I, I, do, I don't think God does a two by four. I, heard, I, I know, Phil. <laughs> I know. With nails sticking out of the end. In Billy Finger's uh, story, he talks about the oyster and the sand and the irritants, and that is, we're becoming pearls, mm-hmm. and the sand is just uh, rubbing off the edges. Yep, it's going to make us more beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I like even, that analogy. Even. We call it beach glass, right? Beach glass? Yes. Is that what you guys call it, too? Yeah, I love That's good. Thank you. I like that. That's what Aaron and I are becoming, <laughs> beach glass. More beautiful than even what we already are. Mm-hmm. That's right. We are beautiful. Yes, we should all look at each look at ourselves in the mirror today and say I love you since it is Valentine's Day. Oh, that's uh, nice. Good idea. Well, I love you guys so much too, also. This is this is, I, I just I just I just my heart is just this community calls just opens up so much. I love you guys. I love you all too. I love you all too. <laughs> my heart is also <laughs> full of love after the community calls and after all the sharings of this group. Uh-huh. It's like Chris's group hug. <laughs> I sure miss you guys when I missed the call last week. So I love you all too. Well, this is Allison. This has been quite a lesson, and uh, mm. thank you for sh- everyone to share such great things and all the prayer requests. Um, I will be praying for all of them this week. We have a few more minutes. Does anybody want to wrap anything up? Uh, share anything else? Can you review the prayer requests, uh, or, or is that putting you on the spot? I'm sorry. What, Philip? Let's see, we have we have um Mary for her comp uh with her friend. We have Joyce and Harry with Linda. We have the two Nancys with their daughter. 
Um, we had the trip back from Jamaica for Leslie and um, continued prayers for Lars and his wife. Um, my continued prayers for my letting go of my attachment to how the job should be. And I'm, it, what, am I forgetting anything? Yeah, Clarity. Carla and her roommate. Oh, yeah, Carla and Clarity. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Carla, you already, you already had an answer to your prayer. It's true, but I, I, I can take more. I can take more. <laughs> I like to say I, I'm happy to be reminded of this freak-out uh, page because, uh, you know, when things get difficult, I haven't thought about going there to look for help, so thank which, you. Which speak-out page? Freak out page. When I'm oh, in yes, this book, I'm out. in it's page 17. In case of freak out that Nancy talked about, and particularly number seven, look at the lie. And anyway, you'll find the freak out page. Okay. I think wonderful. the lie was that I was. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was saying I think the lie was is that I'm blaming her. I think mm-hmm. that's might what be would it be. Or blaming yourself. Yeah, that could be in there too, I guess. Well, that's right. Blame for not being sufficiently loving. It's very difficult to be mm-hmm. sufficiently loving. Yeah. Being a, yeah. Blaming yourself for being a bad parent, or is that possible? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> could be, could be, could be. <sighs> so what's interesting, I, I don't actually feel like I freak out so much, but it just, dawned on me that any time I'm not loving, I am, in a way, having that meltdown. And so I'm definitely, I really appreciate everybody's share. And so it just dawned on me, any time I don't have loving thoughts or loving, loving toward myself or anybody else, I want to start practicing something else. So great. That's a great awareness. Thank you. Wow. I think the the focus um what I what I take away is the um, if I focus on the other person or other anything other out mm-hmm. there other that's where I get in trouble. When I bring the focus back to me, the real me um in God, the spirit, then, then I have some control, or I can, I have, I, there's something I can do. I, I can, I can make choices from, from within. But if I focus on, um, when I focus within in, on God, I'm okay. When I focus on the out, on the outer, anything outer, that's when I get in trouble. Mm, I yes. gotta keep remembering. Where's my focus? Where's my focus? Yes, Nancy. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Okay, guys, we're at time, so um, thanks again for this call. I'm going to read a prayer for divine love. It's in the uh, Finding Freedom workbook, or it's in the Seven Sacred Flames book by Aurelia Louise Jones. And again, it's called Prayer for Divine Love. In the name of the beloved, I am present. I call the power of divine love to be magnified within my heart and world daily. I am love, joyous love, radiating love, unconditional love. God consumes my shadows, transmuting them into love. This day, I am a focus of divine love, flowing through every cell of my being, I am a living stream of pure divine love that can never be requalified by fear, anger, hatred, dislikes, and greed. All negative thoughts and feelings are now dissolved and consumed by the powers of divine love, which I am. I am, I am, I am love. I live in the consciousness of love. I am love in the fullest expression, blessing all mankind with divine love. I radiate love. I am love in action, blessings, uplifting, and healing all on earth.
I share that with you on Valentine's. I thank you for this call. You're all beautiful, and I love you. And have a wonderful week. Same time, same place, next week. Happy Heart Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Love you. Happy Valentine's. Love you. Bye, everyone. Thank you.